close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Thanks for joining me today. The topic is the roles your angels play in your life. First, I want to say hello to my listeners in San Francisco, California, right here in the USA. Thanks for tuning in week after week. I really appreciate your support. Let's jump in. It's I'm really loving this topic today because this is the primary work that I do is what's called mediumship with angels, which just means communicating with angels. I'm an angel communicator. And so what I do for most of the sessions I conduct is I am bringing in angels for their own angels and guides. And I'm telling them about those guides, what they look like, what their names are, their roles in their life, specific messages they have. We're not doing that today because that's very personalized to each client. But what I do think is a good idea is to talk about the different types of angels and guides that you do have or might have on your team. And you'll understand why I say might have. I always start with introducing people to their two primary angels. The first one's the master guide, and that is an angel. And they're one of your primary guides, meaning they've been with you every second of your life from the time you're born till the time you cross back over. So you are literally never without these first two angels I'm going to talk about. You can't be bothering them because they're not focused on anybody but you. You are their job. So anytime you need help, they're there for you. They want to help you. They're eager for it. And getting to know them is the most important because the rest of the angels and guides on your team pretty much come and go as needed. And your two primary angels will call them in for you if they think you need help with a specific project or overcoming a challenge. And then when you don't need them anymore, they move on to help somebody else. But your master guide has likely known you through many lifetimes. They've been your master guide many times. And it it's normal for people to either have, usually have, a very strong connection with either their master guide or the next primary angel, which is the guardian angel. Very often when they find out what they look like, they find out they've been seeing them since childhood and didn't understand because they don't know all the different forms angels take. They think they're always going to come through with wings and they can, but that's not their primary form. So that's one of them is the master guide. 
Uh, the next one, the guardian angel, we've all heard of that. And sometimes people will use the term guardian angels, but each person has one guardian angel. It's just, it's one of the angels on your team. But again, this is an angel that's important for you to get to know because not only are they there to guard you, both of these angels are there to guard you really, but they can put positive ideas in your mind and influence your will towards doing good. They can influence your thoughts for a powerful, positive outcome with what you're facing. Your guardian angel prays with you and for you, and they take your prayers before the Creator. They protect you in times of danger. And one of my favorite things about the guardian angel is that they they are the ones who use so many signs and symbols. You'll see that through prayers and meditation, they could be connecting with you through your thoughts, their dreams, inspiration, angel numbers, music, words, physical signs like chills and, and synchronicity. And wow, I, I told you I do these readings five days a week. I'm seeing that synchronicity happening for me and my clients more and more and more frequently. So that's always exciting. Uh, we're going to move on now to other types of angels and guides that could be on your team. I want to say for most of these angels and guides, they can also be, other than angels, they could be an ascended master. They could be a deceased human. They might be an ultra terrestrial, which is a being from another dimension, maybe even another planet that is extremely high frequency and has the same kind of intentions for you that an angel does. It's very hard to tell their energy apart. They can also be an astral being, which is a being from another dimension. So the first one, and and oh, and this is important because recently two people asked me, how do you know this is what they're called? I'm like, this is what I call them. I mean, I didn't make up the term guardian angel. I'm not claiming that's been around for a very long time. But the rest of these is just what I call them based on what they do for you. And it just helps me in organizing my reading better. You call them what you like. So a gatekeeper guide is, is a guide that connects you with the right memories at the right time. So they guard your personal soul records, which are your Akashic records, which is a record of everything you've ever done in every lifetime you've led. Think about that book must be very thick. So they're not allowing anybody to access it, including you, if the time is not right. We've talked about divine timing, and that comes up again here. If it's not in divine time for you to know something, you're not going to be allowed to see that in your own Akashic records. But mostly they're making sure others are not accessing it with maybe nefarious purposes. Another thing the gatekeeper guide does is block entities. That would be low-frequency entities, demons, and other, other low-frequency beings. So that's one that could be with you for a period of time. Another one is a teacher guide. Now, this one, you could have more than one at the same time. Again, they could be any of those different kind of beings that I mentioned before. There's no limitations really to um, what they can be of all of those different forms. I told you it could be any of those. There's very few of these roles. I forgot to set a timer. Bear with me. Um, 
and shut my phone off. I'm so glad it didn't ring in the middle of the show. I would have been most displeased. But you just don't know. You'll just have to do a little education. That's what I can do until you can do it. I can tell you what they are. Uh, So a teacher guide is, again, called in to help you as needed, and they can appear in many different forms. They give you guidance through dreams, meditation, clues, but they're there to help you with something specific. You need to learn something. You need to see a cycle or recognize a behavior, overcome a challenge, and you just can't quite get there on your own. Your angels are like, bring them in. Let's, we need some reinforcements. And in comes a teacher guide. They stay with you as long as you need. So you can understand how you might end up with more than one because perhaps you overcame one thing and that one moved on. Now you've got this challenge here and you're still trying to learn this lesson here. Those might be very different, different teacher guides that are necessary. Those teacher guides um, very often are deceased humans, not necessarily humans you know either, just deceased humans. They don't have to be famous people either. So there's many people that come through as guides that were never famous. The next kind is a timing guide. Again, what I call it. This guide oversees synchronicity in your life. So if you're seeing an increase in, in synchronicity happening for you, you've got a timing guide. And they're they're helping make sure that you're in the right place at the right time. They want to align you with new opportunities so that you don't miss it. It must be something important for your soul, important for your life purpose. So that's exciting. I think I I think I have one with me right now. There's so many angels coming in and out of here. Who knows? Uh, the next one is a karmic guide. This kind of guide helps you navigate your personal and collective karma so you can resolve it. I mean, that is a huge part of our soul's journey, which is why we're here. What's the meaning of life? To grow our soul. Everything is to grow our soul. So if you can overcome your karma and collective karma, you have made gigantic soul growth. That would be a very successful lifetime. This uh, this guide also helps you experience new levels of love and blessings, particularly if you've had problems in life, past other lifetimes or this lifetime where you have difficulty being loved truly, where people are not are not being honest with you, they're not treating you right, and you've closed your heart, your heart chakra is blocked, it's very hard for you to accept love and therefore give love. They're going to help you with that. They're going to help you experience what real love is. The next kind of guide is a creative guide. This guide helps you to, to inspire you with creative visions, and it can also be with ideas. That comes up a lot in my readings with people that the specific guide is giving them ideas. Sometimes they're not creative type people, my clients. You know, sometimes they are, but depending on what you do, how your mind works, the challenges you're facing, what you're trying to achieve, you might be inspired creativity or with ideas. And that is also solutions. I've had so many solutions come from guides and angels. They reconnect you with the creative talents of your soul. So what that means is if in past lives you enjoyed dancing and you kind of shut yourself off for it or were born into perhaps a family religion that 
that bands it. My mother was raised Southern Baptist and she was not allowed to dance till she was out on her own and switched to Catholic. And so she never danced. So maybe you would be born into a situation where you can't dance. And there's a part of your soul that really enjoys that, that always liked it. They're going to help bring that opportunity to you so you can dance. That's true for anything that you've really been passionate about, received a lot of enjoyment in past lives, or even early in this lifetime, and you've got away from it. So what did you what did you love doing as a child? What gave you a lot of, of joy? What did you feel passionate about that was creative? Maybe life, having kids, working your career, just trying to pay the bills, the grind of life pulled you away from all of that. And this guide will be pushing that back at you. It might You might keep seeing classes for art or opportunities for dancing might be given to you. Whatever, whatever the creative outlet is, go with it because you're receiving guidance from the celestial realm. It must be good for your soul to do that. The next one is a protection guide. This is almost always a deceased human. They're your spiritual bodyguard. They protect you on every level, mentally, physically, spiritually, according to what you will allow and your their, your intentions. They're highly enlightened beings, which is really interesting, quite a dichotomy, because when I see them, when I say, hey, let, let me see what you look like in your last lifetime as a human, they're always warriors. And most of the time, they're very tall, broad-shouldered, wearing armor of some kind. Sometimes it looks like like Knights of the Round Table, metal armor. Sometimes it's Mongolian leather armor. Sometimes it's just leather, and I can't identify it because I'm not an armor expert. I do have some exposure to that, but I'm not an armor expert. Um, they're always big, strong, and they carry weapons. So they oversee the spiritual guidance you connect with. I've had this happen. So maybe you, maybe this will connect for you too. If you try to, to go see somebody for a spiritual guidance and it just won't work, the site won't let you create in a, a session and it's not having a technical issue. You can't get there. Your car keeps breaking down. Things keep happening to prevent it. It's either not the right guidance for you or not the right time. And so this guide will also make sure it doesn't happen because it's not in your best and highest good. It's not divine time for you to connect with that particular spiritual leader. And that that includes a lot of different things. Seeing movies, re writing, reading books about spirituality. This guide helps you to avoid temptations and distractions so you stay aligned with your soul's purpose. And I'll tell you something funny. When I'm doing this type of reading, this meet your angelic guides reading, and the protection guides come in when they want to talk, when they want to tell me it like quickly, because they're not big talkers, that they that they're trying to prevent a client from distractions, they'll put their hands like this. And that's what I see. It's like blinders they put on horses so that they only see what's straight ahead of them. That's exactly what they're doing to you spiritually to keep you focused on what you're supposed to be focused on. The next type of guide is an astral guide. They guide your experiences in the astral realm when you're sleeping or consciously journeying, so deep meditation. When you're going into the astral realm, 
And they offer you protection during these times because we are vulnerable when we go into the astral realms, a little more vulnerable than we are here. And it's nice to know that you've got this protective guide with you when you do that. Um, If you're like me and you're a mystic, I spontaneously travel to other places in a waking state, other places and times, and in my dreams, mostly waking. And I can always feel a strong presence, an angel with me when I'm doing this. I, I feel, even if it's scary situations that I see, I feel safe because I know I'm seeing it. And even though it feels like I'm there, I'm not really there. So you can do this with some comfort and knowledge that you're not there by yourself. You'll always have this guide with you. The next one is a joy guide. It's exactly what it sounds like. I can always know when they're coming in because I feel their energy is so different. Very high frequency, very um, a high energy being. And I just feel joy go through my body when this type of angel comes in. And it is an angel. So playful, energetic. They're beaming with childish type of delight. They are there to help you lighten up and enjoy life more. Maybe you become a workaholic. I can do that because I adore my work so much. And once in a while, my joy guide will just kind of, hey, you need to go have fun. I hear her say that. You need to go have fun. But it could be more subtle than that where you start having hints that you need to do some specific thing. For me, it's that I need to go out hiking. I need to get out in nature. I need to get out there and just leave technology behind and commune with nature, really soak it in. Um, And the other thing is music. Those are the two things that keep me uplifted and balanced. But you need to know your own things. And if you start having more invitations to do something that you do enjoy and you haven't been doing enough of, well, your joy guide can be behind that as well. They'll do just about anything. One thing they will do too is encourage you to laugh more. So if you suddenly feel like watching something that makes you laugh every time, I'm going to make a confession to you right now. I love Monty Python's Flying Circus. I will always love Monty Python's Flying Circus. So I have the complete collection because there's no one on my TV streaming that I can get the complete collection. So if I feel like I need a quick uplift, I will pop in one of those DVDs and just watch it and laugh. And I'm 15 years old again, watching these things in the theater. And I just feel so much better. But you don't have to watch that. You watch what makes you laugh. The next is a helper guide. And you can have more than one of these two at the same time. Again, they come and they go as your main angels feel like it's necessary for you. So it really depends on your projects, your interests, your challenges. They assist you as long as they're needed, and then they're out of there. They move on to somebody else. And this allows you to move forward toward the callings of your heart and to become stronger spiritually. Uh, We need all the help we can get, especially now. Uh, The energy is very dense around the world right now, so we have more angels than we normally do. The whole world has angelic protection. I've been shown that so many times, extra angelic protection for the whole world right now. And we have a lot of celestial presence praying for us, influencing leaders, 
um, trying to turn things around and lighten the frequency, they know how hard it is for all of us. So you've got your own helper guide, and part of what they're doing is trying to help you deal with this and deal do what you came here to do. Take care of your family, you know, love the people you love, spend time with them, do what gives you joy, and not get pulled down into the mire. The next one is a medical guide. Now, you may not have all these guides. There's plenty of people that don't have a medical guide with them. Those guides are with you as needed. You can guess to support and assist you with specific medical issues or limitations. One thing I've noticed is that, and it was true for me too, when someone is in extended agonizing pain, you will have a medical guide because they're trying to help you reduce it. Uh, I want to tell you, I should do a show about this because I've had some miraculous healing on myself by working with the angels and just requesting in a specific way. We'll do a show about that. So you could just, if you're in a lot of pain, you're dealing with a really serious medical condition, assume you have a medical guide and just talk to them. It doesn't even matter if you know their name. They don't care if you know their name. They're there for you. You can say, medical guide, I need XYZ. So I just want you to be aware of that. There's some other types of beings that can be on your team, and one is a deceased loved one. So yes, your grandparents, your parents, siblings, friends who have passed on can be on your team. I have, oh my gosh, so many dear friends have passed in the last five years. It's, it blows my mind. So I have a sister on my team. I have three really close friends on my team. I have a client who was very dear to me, who passed on, who's on my team. And a grandmother I was not close with in life and a grandmother I was close with in life who were on my team. How do I know that? Because I see them and hear from them so often. Not just signs, but I I hear them and I feel their presence. And so they're there so often that I know that they're joined the team. They might not stay on my team my whole life, but I really love having them on now. Um, is for some reason, deceased grandparents seems to be the most common that will be on your team. I don't know if it's that extension of maternal, paternal energy. I don't know. The next one is ancestors. And the difference between that is that it's, it's spirits of people from your family, but many generations ago that there's no way you could have ever met them in life, not this lifetime. And for whatever reason, they resonate. Something about you resonates with them. Something you're going through resonates with them. And they know they can help you. And they just, they're part of your team. I've had some that was like 300 generations back. Like, wow. I always ask because I'm always curious if they're not uh, somebody that the client knew. How far back in the family tree are you? Another one is past life friends. I mentioned that a minute ago. Uh, They don't have to be family, born family, blood family to be on your team. If they loved you and you guys were close, you have a tight bond, they're probably going to be on your team. There's no restriction in terms of how long they'll stay either, not just with the, the friends, but all of these, all these guides. 
Another one is Ascended Masters. And I mentioned that earlier, but Ascended Masters used to be human and they reincarnated and they worked on themselves to a degree where they raised themselves up so high that they don't have to be reincarnated as a human ever again. They are enlightened beings. And some examples of ascended masters would be Jesus, Buddha, Quan Ling. But did you know that there's thousands of ascended masters? I didn't know till I started doing angel communicator work and it just kept coming out. And I looked into it, researched, and I was floored. We just don't hear about all of them. The next one's elementals. Prepare to stretch your mind a little bit, but your team can include fairies, mermaids, dragons, elves, and all manner of beings that some consider mythical or fantasy beings. It really depends on you, what you have a connection to, what your belief system allows. Um, It's not when people come to me, I I have a, a lot of very conservative clients and a lot of professionals. And they're not thinking about fantasy beings. So when a fantasy being shows up on their team, it always surprises me too. But inevitably, let's say it's a mermaid. They'll be like, oh, I've always loved mermaids. And I sigh. I'm relieved because I'm like a little nervous about telling a very professional conservative person you have a mermaid on your your angelic team. Uh, These beings are very high frequency. And that's why most people don't see them. I'm not saying I go around seeing them all the time either. Another one, we talk about there could be extraterrestrials, which is beings from other planets. If you're into starseeds, that would be like Pleiadians, Syrians, Arcturians, all of these beings. Uh, They're extremely high frequency, similar to that of angels, as I mentioned earlier, and then ultra-terrestrials that are even higher than that. Another type of being is a spirit animal. It can be a pet that you owned, and very often it would be. Let's say uh, you had one of those dogs that has human qualities. My my daughter had one named Olive that that dog could look at me and I could hear every thought from that dog in my head, just looking in her eyes. And I know a lot of people have dogs like that. And, and I guess I've spent a lot more time around dogs than cats. There's probably cats that have those qualities too. But the people, I have so many clients too, who their pets are their babies. You know, they either never had children, adult human children, or their children are grown, and those pets are their babies. You have a bond like that. You adore this pet. Well, the pet feels the same way about you. So when it crosses, is it any big surprise it would want to be on your team, that it would want to continue staying with you, comforting you, just letting you know it's there, uh, sleeping in bed with you, cuddled up at your feet, Uh, Yeah, and sometimes it's pets that were not yours, that they know you're an animal person. Sometimes it's going to be more like you think about Native American, where they have spirit animals. Uh, I think it's it's interesting. Mine's mountain lion. Would you guess that? Because I would not have, but too many experiences made it very clear. But your spirit animal can be many different things, like a wolf, an owl, a raven, a lion. There's many, many things. And And what it is, is that if you dream about one or you see it in real life frequently, then that is the spirit animal for you. So that's how that works. Animals have wisdom too. They carry wisdom within them. Every species has a certain type of energy they represent and that they assist you with. 
So that is like, that's like all the different uh, angels and guides that are on your team or can be on your team in a nutshell. I know that's a lot of information in a relatively short period of time. Um, I wish I could share more with you, but then I would be, it's impossible. There's no way I could do more with a giant group of people. It's for an individual. So I'm thank you for tuning into this and stay tuned next week because the topic is when your partner isn't spiritual. And I think a lot of you are in that boat. Uh, I have been, and I'm talking to more and more people who are struggling with that, which tells me I need to talk about it. So that'll be next Sunday. And in the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you next week. Arizona time for another enlightening episode.